Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hey, everyone, and welcome to this episode of the Happy Hour Podcast. I'm your host, Gretchen Garrity, and I'm feeling like almost a little bit nervous to record right now. I don't know why. No, I do know why. It's been a month. First of all, wow, wow, wow. Hi, hello. It's been a month since I've chatted with you guys, since if you guys didn't know, I post new episodes every other Friday, and since I took the last episode off, since it's just been like crazy whirlwind mayhem in the house, getting all settled and organized, um, it's been, yeah, four weeks since my last episode, which is crazy. So much has been going on since, if you're behind, if you're new, I just bought a house. I still can barely believe it. Side note. If you just heard that my golden retriever Brody is like curled up an inch away from me like I'm petting him right now if you can hear that that's him um so if you hear him you know <laughs> sighing he just had a sigh a bark or anything yeah that's him and I guess I don't even need to do a disclaimer about noise you guys are always so good about that I'm always like oh my gosh like I always try to situate myself where I have like full quiet and that normally is never <laughs> the case and I remember when I first started my podcast I would be like okay Max can you go take Brody like on errands and then a walk so you're gone for like two hours so I can just focus on this and like I don't want to hear a pin drop he would be like okay but I remember you guys being like no we kind of like when we can hear Brody's paws like pitter patter or like Max in the other room like they like you guys know what's up so yeah but that is to say there's been lots of noise so I try to situate, situate myself in the most quiet bedroom on the second floor away from the noise downstairs outside there's always like lots of noise so yes if you hear noise that's what it is noise <laughs> and hopefully it's not too bad like there's always construction going on so I got so I feel like I found a lull in that I'm like I'm gonna start recording my podcast late at night when people aren't doing construction because there's like so much but yeah, it's been almost exactly a month since closing on our house, and it, yeah, it almost still doesn't feel real. Maybe it will feel real later. My mom's about to visit, and maybe with, like, her here, it'll be like, okay, wow, this is my house. Like, my mom's visiting. Like, I can't believe it, but yeah, it just kind of feels like we're at, like, an Airbnb for the summer, like a rental, or I don't know, but, like, all my stuff is here. I don't know it's just weird and since we were in Allentown Pennsylvania for the past three years they keep saying to Max like I still feel like we have that place and I feel like we'll be back there in the fall but we won't and so it's gonna be so weird like I still feel like that's kind of home base and it'll probably take a minute for my brain mentally to be like like I get this my house and it feels like it feels like home but like another home maybe not like my primary home yet which is actually is supposed to be (laughs) ideally the idea is just like a summer home one day but it's funny because that's like the first home we've purchased because with max and hockey and that whole situation if you guys know what's funny is we actually could end up back in Allentown in the fall but we both kind of feel like that won't 
be the case but anyway so it's been like funny mentally being like what's happening and it, it does feel a lot more homey and cozy having max's family not too far away and we see them a lot and so i feel like settled and like homey in that way it was funny yesterday we were with max's mom and we're dropping her off at their like family childhood home and I was like, Max, literally driving around here, like where she lives, I'm like, it feels like nostalgic to me. Like it feels like I grew up here, which is so funny. But I think it's because I lived there kind of accidentally for a couple months during COVID. And we all just got like so close, obviously spent every second together. Everything was shut down. And so yeah, it just feels like really homey to me over there. So I feel, feel like settled and safe and cozy. I feel like because of that. So that's really nice having his family close by. And I cannot believe my mom has never been to the Cape, you guys. Like, as I'm recording this, once it goes up, she'll probably be here. But, <laughs> like, as I'm recording this, she's never been to Cape Cod, which is so crazy. Um, in all the years I've dated Max, we've always been like, oh, she needs to come this summer, this summer, maybe she'll come. But she hasn't. But now, obviously, that I'm out, she's like, okay, I'm coming. And it's going to feel even more like home. Like I said, when she comes, it'll be so exciting. So, yes, if you guys are not caught up on all the details, you should listen to my last podcast episode with max we talk all about closing i'm clicking my notes right now yeah closing like hockey updates for the fall and stuff which side note we actually don't know where we're gonna be in the fall still so this is just perfect timing it all worked out that we have this house for the summer because i feel like we at least have like a home base something permanent um since max still doesn't know where his contract's gonna be in the fall and then i also had another episode before that just talking about like buying my first home it's called we bought our first home spilling all the tea in case you never listened to that and want to catch up no my sidekick just went away from me he's laying across the room okay i miss you brody love you <laughs> he had a loud sigh again you guys heard dogs are so funny like why do they do that i always see the beam meme i think or video that's like no it's definitely a meme and it's a picture of a dog no wait no, it's a TikTok. Oh my gosh. my I never know where I get information from. I'm like, was it like picture on Instagram? Instagram story, TikTok? I think it was a TikTok. And a dog sighed. And the owner's like, what ails you, my unemployed freeloader? <laughs> Which is so true. Or was that a mute? I don't freaking know. You guys know what I'm talking about. Maybe you've seen it. And we, now we always say that when he sighs, we're like, what ails you, my unemployed freeloader? <laughs> like, what could be stressful in your life, Freddie? Anyway, um, clearly I'm feeling chatty. Good thing we're podcasting. So... Yes, to catch you up to speed, if you're all caught up, um, up until the last month, within the last month, we've been obviously moving in, just really getting settled, organized, lots and lots of rearranging, okay? <laughs> Don't even ask Max about the rugs, he'll probably have a meltdown. You guys, poor Max, my boyfriend Max, has been helping me in my antics of rearranging and moving everything around like every day when I have a new idea I'm like you know what we move this rug here I don't like it we're moving it back and yeah the rugs have been what I've been like the worst about because we have so many and I've just accumulated so many and I just want the perfect ones in the perfect space and I want it to make sense I tried layering it I actually just before I started recording this um, had Max help me unlayer because I didn't like how those ones looked together and I just have to shout out you guys like bringing you guys along the journey in my YouTube videos you probably do feel caught up in that way because I've been really active over on YouTube and I feel like Instagram and podcasts are lacking and I feel bad but I'm just like my brain is just like 
you know, in a swirl. I'm like a chicken with my head cut off every day, trying to get settled, get organized, find like my new normal. And so it's been like hard to balance everything. And I want to just be so active on social media because it's like such a fun, exciting time. But also so much of my brain power and energy is filled like buying furniture, picking out countertops, painting, rearrange, like all of that, you know? So it's just like a lot is happening. But yeah, we are curating our space slowly but surely you guys could tell by the episode is me decorating your space interior design just curating a cozy home i want to talk all about that since it's really prevalent in my life right now uh just settling into my first home which is like so crazy and this is actually a perfect time before i forget to say something i'm happy about happy quote or idea you guys know i always do that in my episodes so I'm sure you can tell it's like a double-edged sword I'm happy and unhappy about settling in and getting everything how I want <laughs> no I'm very happy I'm gonna look back and be like why was I stressed you know like it's so funny because I was this way in Pennsylvania too where I want everything to just be settled and then I was and I was like wow I love it here I feel so cozy and great but I'm like why was I so stressed along the process like it's supposed to be fun Max is always like it's fun we're having fun this is loads of fun I'm like you're right we're having so much fun it's great <laughs> but yeah it's one of those things that's like stressful in the moment because you just want to be want everything to be in its place but like I need to just stop putting pressure on myself for a time or it being perfect because it's gonna be great and that also leads into my happy quote or idea maybe it's kind of like unhappy a little serious no but I really take this in like a positive joyful kind of way and again inspired by you guys in my youtube comments you really just kept my head screwed on straight and are giving me really good advice during this time you guys have been my therapist <laughs> no but I've just gotten like overwhelmingly everyone's like you're too hard on yourself you don't need to give yourself a timeline to be completely settled you don't need to rush into all these things or like typically which I was really happy to hear one comment was like typically when you buy a home it takes you years to get like furnished just how you want it because I mean probably the sheer amount of money furniture costs like holy no one tells you that growing up like it's just so expensive and so I guess purely for like affordability reasons people just take a while to slowly get things how they want it and people were just like you know it's your first home that you bought don't like stress all the little things like you need to live in the moment you only get this moment once of like the first moments of buying your first home settling in like you need to soak it up and be present and not like waste your time worrying stressing all of that and I was like you know what? I needed that reminder like this is such a special time and at times it can be like a lot or tiring or exhausting whatever stressful furniture getting everything in like certain pieces not fitting where we want them but like it's not that deep and it's all gonna be okay and it's all gonna work out and yeah it's just I like needed that reminder so yeah I just think that like honestly applies to like everything in life though like you only live today once like you're never gonna live today again if you think about that I think I saw that on Instagram it was like if you had a rough day today like someone had that advice from someone like oh well you never have to live today again like tomorrow's a new day like today is just what it was and that's nice moving forward if you had a bad day but also makes me sad I'm like wow I need to like really cherish every day because like you never get to live today again I don't know I'm so like <laughs> like uh sentimental like that I guess but yeah what was I saying we've just been settling we're just getting settled organized you know <laughs> I feel like 
what did we always say with Chase? We're like, okay, we're just gonna, yeah, like get settled. We're like, okay, we're gonna get settled. Or if we like, you know, hang out in the morning or like gonna meet up for dinner or something, we're like, okay, we're just gonna get settled right now. We're gonna like take a rest, get organized, get settled. <laughs> so that's what we're doing. Um, okay, I need to make an episode, you guys, uh, or maybe like a YouTube video, something. Maybe it would make sense as a podcast episode because we could just chat about everything for a while. Like everything I wish I knew about buying a house because I think there's a lot I did know but a lot I didn't know. Um, who knew? <laughs> like after moving in there was like very quickly there were things that I was like, whoa, never thought about that or whoa, didn't notice this before we closed and moved in and stuff. Little things like um, trash removal who knew you had to hire a private company and like pay for that maybe some of you if that's how it is where you grew up but I think where we grew up and where my mom lives currently it's just like town city trash like the town just does it and I think it's just like free and they you know but I guess it depends on like the city or the town ours no we have to like hire like a private one I'm like oh my gosh so the first couple days we're like whoa like of course moving like we have so much trash trash so much cardboard we're like whoa we need someone like right now so we had to like quick figure something out and some places are like oh no we're not taking on any new customers and we're like wait we need to figure out something here and then we're like okay do we like drive to the dump and I'm like I have never been to the dump like what even is that so we you know just little it's like growing pains just like getting settled figuring it all out interrupting super quick to tell you guys about ag1 i've been taking ag1 for years now and it's just the best daily nutrition supplement that supports whole body health it really helps my gut health and digestion increase energy immune system and so much more i also just really like the routine of taking it first thing when i wake up every morning starting my day out right it's just one scoop of powder mixed with water and every scoop is packed with 75 vitamins minerals and whole food source ingredients and it tastes kind of tropical like pineapple I remember the first thing I noticed when I started taking AG1 years ago was that it very quickly improved my digestion and would give me an energy boost throughout the day. My favorite way to take it is to just mix it with cold water, but if I ever forget first thing, I'll also add it to a smoothie from time to time as well. It's hard for me to keep up with a supplement routine that comes with a bunch of different products, which is why AG1 is so nice since it's such an easy habit to incorporate into your life. If you want to take ownership of your health, try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com slash happy hour. That's drinkag1.com slash happy hour. Check it out. Also, little things we notice after moving in, I'm like, oh, what? We don't have a garbage disposal? Like, what do you mean? Like, every place... It's funny because, actually, my my parents' house, like, the house I grew up in never had it, but in college, all the apartments I've been in after college have had a garbage disposal. I know this is such a small thing, but I'm so used to it now, and I'm like, wait, what? And so now we're like, oh my gosh, this is kind of, like, a hassle. We're just so used to it. We're like, dang, we want to get a garbage disposal. So we're like, okay, add that to the list, something we want to get or change. But, like, I didn't even notice that before buying the house so maybe something I wish I knew is to like just pay more attention to little things like the littlest things like is there garbage disposal does this light switch work is this doorknob loose like is this I mean not even that you would ask the seller to like fix it but just to like be aware right um yeah trying to figure out like oh we have to like program the garage door opener like little things you don't think about like oh our doorbell was broken that was something also we didn't even think to like check that out before so i kind of wish i like paid more attention in those areas but also like it's not that deep they can just get fixed so yeah just really like learning our house and all about it as we've been like living in it you know and oh there's even more things you guys things i wish i knew about buying house if you've bought a house and you know like i had no idea too i think in my mind you 
would like talk with your realtor the most about everything and especially so you're like looking for a home yeah but once you put in an offer it's accepted I feel like you barely talk to your realtor the person who you're talking to every day like the person who I feel like we talked to way more than the realtor was a lender and maybe that's because of my work situation being so funny on like social media and there was like just a lot to discuss with a mortgage lender and all the options we had whatever some hurdles stuff like that but yeah I had no idea that would be like kind of your point of contact like every day like we just had so much to iron out and it also made me think I remember at one point being like wow if someone ever bought a house in cash it would be 1,000 times easier than working with a lender for like a mortgage because that seems like kind of the hardest part before closing and they're in like realtor is like yeah if I've ever had someone buying cash it's like literally a thousand times easier you don't have to like coordinate everything with a lender mortgage blah 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 blah. you have to have like a million forms of documentation like I won't bore you with it yada 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 you know also had no idea like so many different payments leading up to closing I'm gonna even get the names wrong like good faith deposit earnest money like things like that i'm like wait what like what's going on you pay for your inspection like there's just so many little things also didn't know like closing costs were a thing closing fees i guess just like so many little things also didn't know i guess back in the day closing used to be like seller seller attorney buyer buyer attorney uh listing agent realtor lender like like everyone was there like sitting around a table but i think since covid it's literally just the buyer and their attorney and so, like, didn't know that. Shut up and it was just me, Max, the turn. I'm like, oh, what? Like, <laughs> where is everybody? And everything is just ha- happens, like, online. So, so many things. Oh, don't even get me started about, like, maintenance on the house. <laughs> They're probably, like, she's in over her head. But little things like that. Oh, my God. I was at the inspection. He's here for, like, three hours, you guys. And he's like, okay, you need to do this once a year, this six month, every six months. You got to get this filter, this checked, this sealed, this. I'm like, ah, there's so much maintenance, like, a house requires. That's what I was probably most, like, seemed most daunting about buying a house i'm like oh yeah buy property it's like a great investment whatever we'll love it but the thought of like all the maintenance house requires things like that so obviously when i take care of it um yeah that worries me luckily max is good with that kind of stuff so he's been on it (laughs) i feel like i just want a checklist of like okay i need to do this every six months this once a year this every five years check this because i don't want to get behind on things it's like whoo i just send myself into a tizzy just thinking about it all so also thought I would mention that uh also in the past month like the biggest changes we've already made and currently are in the process of making so something we did that I would highly recommend any of you do I would do again in the future and I'm really happy that I did this it was kind of hard to coordinate but it was worth the headache a little bit we painted our entire interior of our house before we moved in which I'm so happy we did this for a number of reasons one there was some neutral paint that i liked it was kind of like a beige tan which was totally fine with there was also some like bright blue that i was like you yeah, know that's like not really what i'm going for um so i knew i wanted painted for that reason but also just going forward i feel like if i bought a house i would always do like fresh coated paint on the walls before you come in because it just feels fresh and new and like yours and like a clean slate and it was like you know that paint was probably five six seven eight nine ten years old and so it wasn't in bad condition by any means but like a fresh coat of paint just does wonders and looks so nice so yes it was hard to coordinate like we had to actually move our closing up a little bit so that there was enough days between 
closing, getting the keys, and then um, our moving truck coming and moving everything in because I really wanted the painters to be able to get in here without all of our furniture in here. I'm like, it'll be a thousand times easier for them to paint everything. Won't have to move furniture out of the way, cover it, tarps, whatever them, you know what I mean? I'm like, this is just gonna be so much easier. Like, let's just try to do that. Also, can we even stay in here when there's like paint fumes, you know? I'm like, this will be so easy if we can get this out of the way before. So luckily it all worked out. And in case you're wondering, painted the entire inside of my house. I looked at paint colors. <laughs> I started to go cross-eyed. I'm looking at them for days on end. I went with the Simply White by Benjamin Moore. It's just a really warm, creamy kind of white. And I thought it would be, like, inviting and cozy but still really bright. And just, like, a clean slate. And if I want to add wallpaper, if I want to add, uh, what is that thing? Oh, this is going to kill me. What is it called? When you have, like shiplap but it's not ship it's kind of like shiplap up towards the half halfway on the wall like towards the bottom like a lot of like coastal like bathrooms have it and, like bedrooms and stuff i always think of it about not wainscoting is it wainscoting maybe i don't know what i'm talking about but you know what i mean like if i wanted to add stuff on top of it it would like pair well with a lot of things decor all different colors because it's just like a nice warm white good with like a lot of natural light that we have going on so yes that was a big change and also who knew another thing wish someone would have told me how expensive painters are holy moly i was like what but it was worth every penny i think in my opinion and i had a lot of different opinions from you guys but i'm so happy i just went with like you know what let the pros do it do it right the first time crank it out get it done way quicker than i'd be able to like it's actually crazy how much ground they covered in like took them maybe three days and that's it and i'm like it would have taken me three days to do one bedroom and it probably wouldn't have looked as good like they are just professionals i was so impressed and so shocked i like the quality of work how quick they were done so obviously they probably painted like a million houses and i just think it was so nice to do it right the first time because i had a lot of you recommend like oh my gosh that's something you and max could totally do by yourself which also i would say yeah we could probably paint a, a bedroom a hallway a bathroom but not the entire house that would have taken us a year <laughs> like you know what i mean and also like the way our house is, there's a lot of like nooks and crannies and hard kind of angles and stuff like that. We would have been like, and especially if I'm like Max, if we're like breaking our backs and necks and we buy all this paint and then it doesn't end up looking good, I'm going to be like devastated. So I'm like, let's just do it right the first time. And I'm really happy we did it that way. One thing that we didn't do that I kind of wish we did, it almost feels too late now, at least for now, I kind of wish... We, at first, I was like, let's rip up all the floors, new floors. And then I'm like, Gretchen, relax. You have beautiful hardwood floors. The only thing I wanted is like that thick kind of oak plank. You guys know what I'm talking about. It's a light bleached wood looking light wash, like thick oak planks. It looks so beachy. It looks really nice. What we currently have is a thinner, I want to say it's like a red oak plank. It's just like that really warm toned wood floors. And they're, they're in great condition. They're really, really nice wood floors. So I'm like, okay everyone's saying i'm a nutball for trying to rip them all out and put in new ones like i don't need to do that like let's live with them and let's see but what i wish i did is just had them all sanded down maybe and like i could have stained them a little bit lighter finished them in a different i don't know i kind of wish i did something like that before all the furniture is in because now it would be a nightmare like i'd have to get movers and move it all out to you know what i mean so i kind of wish i did that who knows if we would have even had time to do that like there was painters here but I'm like, how expensive is all? Oh my god, the house stuff. I'm like, how much is this costing? Like, I never even know. It's just, whew, such a headache. So I kind of wish I did that. For right now, it's fine. I need to relax. It's fine. They look great. 
All right. <laughs> Another thing we did is actually also before I started recording, got a call from the upholstery shop. They're like, hey, your order's done. Come pick it up. I'm like, ah, I can't believe it's done. So exciting. So uh, it's funny because it's like, seems like a little thing, but to me, it's such a big thing. And it actually is a physically big thing. So we have like a massive window seat on our third floor overlooking the water. Oh, it's such a beautiful spot. And I love this window seat. Don't get me wrong. I love it. It's great. But I did not like the cushion that was there. It's just not really my vibe. A lot of like loud, busy colors kind of going on. And I mean, not even a lot of colors. It was just like navy blue, medium blue, light blue, white stripes. But they were like uneven, like thin ones and thick ones. And it just looked like a lot. And I'm like, I'm going for a little bit more zen, neutral, cozy, which we'll get into that. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to like reupholster this. And I was also like, how do I even go about this at first? I'm like, can we cover this? I'm not a seamstress. I'm not a sewer person. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. I, I don't know. And I kept thinking about how like, oh, we keep bringing them up in this whole process. Not to like be sad for a second, but my dad is like s- such a handy guy and was so good at those things. Like I literally, I feel like could have made a slip cover for it. Like he would have just like known what to do. Also, Max's grandma, who he was so close with, was such a talented she made quilts knitting everything like that sewing like I feel like she would have been so good at it too and they actually both passed away within like a month of each other um holy moly I can't believe it's four years ago what the heck that just hit me I can't believe it's over four years ago okay I'm not gonna be sad I'm not gonna cry but also like in these big life moments like buying a house like this I just keep thinking of them and wishing they're here especially in moments where I'm like oh like they would know what to do or they would be able they could whip this up in no time and like we are not like them and but I do have like pieces of them with me here we have Max's Nana's quilts all over and I just like feel her cozy presence here why am I gonna cry I need to not but I literally feel them like looking over us and whatever all I'm trying to say is I wish they were able to help us with this freaking window seat (laughs) I just kept thinking like they would know what to do so like looking online I'm like can you buy like custom slip covers like I don't know what's going on and I'm like you know what uh I guess I'm like looking around I'm like is there like upholstery shops near me like I don't I don't even know like how to go about this all I know is I want this window seat cushion covered or a different color what have you and it's like such a big seat we were told that it was like a custom made cushion for it to begin with so I'm like I don't think we can just buy a new cushion it's like this really long like specific looking one you know so I'm like okay let's bring it to like an upholster I found a local one I'm like you know what let's like do like this local business um I don't need to like look for custom ones online who knows what they'll look like or if how long it'll take whatever I'm like it's probably gonna be expensive I'm just assuming but let's just like support this local business right that's another thing (laughs) no one no one tells you okay who knew how expensive reupholstering things are which I guess if I thought about it like there were so many like chairs couches stuff like that in there that to me seems like really expensive like if I bought a whole bed frame in there a whole couch and that's getting reupholstered like that that should probably be the price of a new couch right like it's basically making it a new couch um but I'm like oh this is just like a cushion like can you just make a slip cover like it'll be easy peasy not that expensive oh it was expensive but I'm like you know what it is worth it in my space to make it how I want it and I don't know why I keep getting worried along this process that I'm gonna have like backlash or hate from you guys being like oh like 
ruining those beautiful floors. Like if I ever like sand them down and finish, like I just get so nervous that people are going to be like, you ruined the character and got rid of the blue paint or whatever. And everyone was on my side. They're like, the fresh paint looks so nice. I'm like, okay, phew. But I don't know why I get worried that people are going to be mad at me making changes, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? And I got so nervous. I'm like, this cushion was like beautiful, but like, it's just not really what I was going for. And you guys were so nice in my DMs. You guys were like, we would have changed it too. Like, don't sweat it. Don't worry about it. But I get worried. Like, showing some of the changes I make because I feel like I seem so picky in particular but also it's like my space and like my house and I can like do what I want but I don't know why I get like nervous like that maybe because my first house so like I feel weird making changes like I wasn't able to make changes in apartments and stuff obviously so yeah it's just like it's just a learning curve just a whole process okay and then what we're currently getting done we're in the process of getting built-in shelves in our closet, which are such a necessary thing that needs to happen. I can't wait till those are in, but we're like in the process of chatting with our guy that's going to do this. He's probably going to have to come like measure it all out. Perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like a whole thing, but it's going to be so nice when they're in for just more storage. That was like the one thing I knew going to this house. I'm like, there's very little storage. We're just going to have to make it work. So that's what we've been doing. We've been making it work gonna be great <laughs> also in the process of picking out new countertops which that's another thing I was worried about I'm like oh my god are people gonna like be mad at me I'm like changing the charm of this home as it was but everyone's been nice so far and I just have a certain vision of how I want it to be and like you know what it is my house so I can do what I want so there <laughs> um also last couple things we need to get are pair of nightstands for my second bedroom I guess like one of our two guest rooms, if you will, um, chairs for our third floor because I wanted a pullout couch to fit there. I can't make it up the stairs. It won't fit. That was a big fail. Um, so I need to do that. Like last couple furniture pieces, I just need to decide on. And yeah, the countertops really have been like the biggest thing that's been taking a lot of my thought process so far. I'm also realizing that it's way more of a th it's like a whole thing more than I thought I'm like well, how hard can it be you just they measure you buy new ones they right like the countertop place cuts them they install them how bad is it but it's like no 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 because since they have to take out the old ones you have to have a plumber come in disconnect the sink turn off the water uh usually kind of messes up the current sink so then you gotta buy a new sink that was something I didn't know I'm like oh like the countertop place the girl was like oh, are you keeping your current sink you're getting a new one and I'm like yeah we'll just keep it and she's like well I don't know if I'd recommend because the current countertop's taking off there's so much like glue I guess like adhesive she's like that's gonna be on top of the sink that they're gonna have to like scrape off like you're, you're usually better off just getting a new sink and I'm like oh what didn't know that so then you're better off getting a new faucet I'm like oh my gosh this is like a whole thing and they're like it's kind of challenging to like remove the old countertops especially we have granite I think those are the heaviest most expensive like most difficult for them to remove I'm like oh man I thought this was gonna be like easy peasy doesn't seem like it so yes hopefully that gets done sooner than later because I've known even when we were like looking at the house in the process leading up to closing I just knew that was one of the first changes I want to make I'm like I want to change the countertops it literally changes everything in the kitchen the whole vibe you spend most of your time there that's like the heart of the home right I'm like it's just something I want to do and I knew I was gonna do that and everyone's like are you sure do you want to live with them for the summer and I'm like oh no I'm sure I've been sure since day one like let's freaking do it and they are beautiful as is. Don't get me wrong. They're like a dark granite. They're kind of like a grayish, blackish, dark granite. And they're really nice. Like they're nice. They're granite. They're not that old. 
but I just have this vision of a light, probably quartz is what I'm thinking we're going to go with, countertop. Especially after, you know, house hunting, like looking at 10 different homes here and seeing kitchens that I really loved. I'm like, well, that's what I want my kitchen to look like, you know? And you guys have been so helpful in this countertop process, giving me all your opinions because I literally felt like my head was spinning after we went to like the warehouse with all the slabs the first day. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. This is so overwhelming and so much to look at. You go down like the aisle of quartzite and look at so many different slabs of quartzite. And then you go down the aisle of granite, look at so many slabs of granite. Then you go down the marble aisles and you go down the quartz aisles. I'm like, oh my gosh, they're all starting to look the same. Like what is going on? And I knew going into it, I'm like, I just hear through the grapevine, don't go with marble. You're going to regret it. I feel like anyone that I know that has it regrets it and is like, I hate it. Don't do it. So expensive, so hard to maintain, so easy to mess up, blah, 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 blah. And yes, you guys have all confirmed my suspicions of that. Everyone's like, do not do it unless you're really careful. Some, some, like few people were like, honestly, I think it's worth the high maintenance. Like they're so beautiful, but like, then you just have to be really careful. I assume we will have children here one day. Like that's way down the line, but you know what I mean? Like countertops are something that are going to be there for years and years and years to come. I'm like, I just want to make my life easy here and pick something that I think is beautiful, but also like low maintenance. So I'm like, you know, marble's out of the question for me. I was reading so much about it. So soft, it can scratch really easily, chip, dent, stain. Like my friend that has a daughter's like baby she's like oh my gosh I wish we never did the marble you know I have my water bottle there for two minutes and there's water stain oil stains pasta sauce even like cleaners that you use you have to be so careful so I'm like okay not doing it then I was kind of between quartz and quartzite because those are like lighter than granite granite typically doesn't come too light and I want a little bit lighter than the lightest like granite option so between quartz and quartzite a lot of you are saying you love your quartzite. If you didn't know, quartzite is like a natural stone and quartz is like the man-made one um, to look kind of like quartzite. And the quartz also is, uh, no, there were some pretty light quartzite options as well. So at first I thought I was leaning towards the quartzite because I'm like, wow, these look so like natural and beautiful. Love the idea of it. But then I was reading quartzite can also can be, I wouldn't say high maintenance, but also take some work more than quartz as well. You still have to get it sealed, can still stain, be careful, blah, 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 blah. And quartz to me just seems like the most low maintenance option. That's what I've had in my apartments for the past six years, you know, and I always think like the really nice apartments that I look at have the quartz countertops. I think they look beautiful. So low maintenance. Don't need to get them sealed. Not that easy to stain. Um, I think the only thing with a man-made one they say to be careful with is if you take, I don't know, a cookie sheet that's like 450 degrees out of your oven and put it on the countertop, which I would never do anyway. I always put like on your range, like your gas, like stovetop range or like your uh top of your oven whatever you have you know what I mean so yeah also we actually didn't even get the pricing for the quartzite but I'm sure it's more expensive than the quartz since it's like the natural one instead of man-made one and then some people were damning me like no I think quartz like looks kind of cheap which I disagree with it's definitely more affordable at least I hear that <laughs> again I don't have the pricing for the quartzite but um I think it can look so nice. Like, we saw some beautiful new builds with quartz. So, I think we're going to go with that. Sorry, I just talked about this for so long. But, yeah, if any of you are, like, in the countertop process, it's been so nice to hear all of your opinions. And I've just been 
in my learning journey with all of that. Interrupting super quick to tell you guys about Upside. Every year, we all pledge to save more and spend less, but how are you supposed to save when you're paying inflated prices for everyday essentials like gas and groceries? You can't just cut those purchases out of your budget, but now thanks to Upside, you can get cash back from them. Their app is so easy to use, and I always use my cash back on coffee, currently a lot of home decor, etc. So to get started, download the free Upside app, then you'll claim an offer for whatever you're buying on Upside. You'll pay as usual with a credit or debit card, follow the steps in the app, App and get paid. Upside users are earning hundreds of dollars a year, which is probably why they have a 4.8 star rating on the App Store. So download the free Upside app and use promo code Happy Hour to get an extra 25 cents back for every gallon on your first tank of gas. That's an extra 25 cents back for every gallon on your first tank of gas using promo code Happy Hour. Now let's get back into the episode. Personally, my update if you're wondering how I'm doing, I've been <laughs> so happy in all this time. Like, I just, when I take a second to sit down and I see the sunset in our beautiful neighborhood and I hear the birds chirp and feel the grass on my toes. I'm like, I am so at peace here. Like we have such a peaceful, quiet spot and I love it, but I do have this inner struggle I've been feeling of just not enough hours in the day, you know, same old, same old, (laughs) but of like work life. Like I feel like this is the time I want to be pumping out so much content on Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, because it's such an exciting time. I want to document the whole process. But in doing that, I feel like it's almost taking away from my social life. Cause if I'm like doing all of that, I feel like I'm not really present with like friends and family and stuff like that. I'm like, no, no, no I gotta like go shoot content. But, but then I feel like we've been doing so good with our social life. So then I'm like, well then what about like shooting content? And then I also feel like on top of that, I've been an interior decorator and that's taking up so much of my mental headspace. So every day I'm like, I want to crank out all my work. Like I feel so inspired and motivated, but I also want to hang out with friends and family and just like do that and be present in the moment. Like that's what matters. But I also want to like really curate my space and be an interior decorator. And I also want to feel really present and grounded in self-care mama who's like tanning outside and walking with my dog and fueling my body. And it just feels like there's not enough time in the day. (laughs) You know, I just think I was like sharing my struggles in my head with max i'm like i need to just wake wake up at 5 a.m is what i'm deciding and time batch everything into my day i'm like okay we just need a balance we need a little bit of everything every day it's just hard when it feels like one of those things like right now for example trying to curate my space can just take up all of my time which brings me to i did consider working with an interior designer and i ultimately decided not to i wanted to bring that up because I'm sure you guys are like, Gretchen, if you're like so stressed by this and are so like, "Ah!" so picky and specific about my space, seems like working with an interior designer would make a lot of sense. And I really thought I was going to, but hear me out. When we first moved to our place in Pennsylvania, I actually did work with an interior designer and it was very helpful for little things like measurements of the couch she's like okay this is gonna feel tight in here like they just know you know they have so much experience she's like okay with the dimensions of the room you're giving me actually even never was with her in person just online um she's like this couch is gonna feel tight but it will work as long as we do this and okay these chairs are gonna work you want them but they are gonna be really tight under your dining room table and I'm like whoa didn't even think of that to measure like floor to the top of the chair to make sure it literally fits under your table like who knew um you know like bar stool height with a bar height and like just little things like that or like okay is there enough room at the end of your bed to walk between the dresser and the so it was very helpful in that way but I felt like 
the whole idea of them like sourcing things for your home like I like she would do that and I would be like that's great and all and I really love the things you picked out but like these are the things I want and I was like picking them out anyway so I'm kind of like I don't know if I need that this time around because I know the pieces that I like and what I want where and like the vision that I want and so I'm like I really don't think I need interior design like it would be nice to help with like again like the logistics like measurements of things or good ideas for like small spaces but I'm like I don't know and I, and I kind of started talking with one it seemed really in depth and like you know we go back and forth until we like really solidify the pieces we want for your place and I'm like yeah but I already know what I want on my own and I know how my kitchen to look like I already I know like I'm very specific so I'm like I don't think I need to do that I need to just take the time to source the pieces I want that I know are gonna like fit and work I know what I want my kitchen to look like like I can do it I just need to like be a grown-up so with that perfect segue to the topic of this episode so many minutes in sorry we had so much to catch up on um if you've really been catching up on my vlogs you're probably like oh, Gretchen I already know this but hopefully I caught you up to speed if you were behind I personally think that decorating should come to you over time <laughs> who am I to speak lol because I try to just get it all done because I just want to feel settled I want everyone to feel like good everything's in its space you know like when you have a room that like the furniture isn't right yet nothing's right no art's hung up it just feels like well like not done so I do always try to like get that done as quick as I can but with that like decorating should come over time because if you're just like buying out I've always heard you know interior designers will say this like if you just buy the entire bedroom set at West Elm in this moment or Crate and Barrel or Home Goods or Target whatever it is that looks great like that looks like their current summer collection of their bedroom set but that's not like curated specifically for your home and how you want it to be and I personally take this with a grain of salt because you may love yours and I do think it can be done right like the matching nice hand with the matching um bed frame with the matching uh why can't I think of what it's called dresser credenza mirror like it all goes together and I think it can look really nice like matchy like that but I think what's even better is if you have like some contrast and you don't have nightstands that perfectly match your bed frame like you it's like visually more appealing I guess to me where they all like vibe and flow together but it's not all exactly the same so I think if you do it slowly over time you feel drawn towards certain pieces designs etc you can kind of like tap into that being like oh I really like this nightstand like do I like the shape of it? Do I like the certain design? Is it very like mid-century modern? Is it very coastal? Oh, maybe it's because it's like navy blue. Like I really like blues. Like I want blue in my house. Or like I really like the hardware. Like the hardware is speaking to me. You know, like I feel like you'll find yourself drawn towards things. You're like, I like this. And like I got to figure out why. And we can sort of like keep going with that theme, that idea. Um, again, easier said than done when you just want to be settled like I do. But I think it is so worth it to go slowly. And although everyone thinks I'm a nut job, I have kind of been slowly. Like I haven't been pushy about nightstands for the second bedroom, for example. Could have just ordered like ones on Wayfair or Amazon ASAP. But I was like, you know what? I'm just going to I feel like ones are going to jump out to me, speak to me. It's all going to work out. Also, like I mentioned, over time is better for affordability, especially furniture is so expensive no one tells you that when you're a kid oh my god and decor too like it's all so expensive and they just don't tell you that growing up like you find out in college like it slaps you in the face you're like okay me and my college friends need a couch holy you can't find a couch under like a thousand bucks like what is going on it's just so expensive 
luckily we had like most of our furniture moving from Pennsylvania so that I was very blessed in that aspect that most of it like fit in here very well also in Pennsylvania got so lucky on Facebook marketplace with a lot of my finds so I'll get into that like my best tips for you know I want I was gonna say balling on a budget it's not even balling on a budget because it's like you can't even have a budget when home stuff is just so expensive like even Facebook marketplace furniture is still expensive like it's still like hundreds of thousands of dollars at the end of the day you know altogether but yes I also want to talk about curating a cozy home the design of your space I want you to think of your home as a sanctuary if you're in this era of your life this season where maybe in your first home your second home your apartment probably most of us like are young my age like all my friends are in their apartment but this can all be applied to your it's still your home like your space and I want you to think of it this is how I think of it it's like my sanctuary a zen spa where you can fully unwind unplug relax now you're probably realizing to yourself why I'm so drawn to the neutrals, the simple, the cozy, the bright, because I feel like that's how my mind can relax. Like I literally think of a spa and how at ease you feel there. And that's what I'm trying to replicate here. I feel like thinking of my home in space in this way has honestly changed my life. I know that sounds so dramatic, but to really like prioritize making my space feel clean, comfy, decluttered, that's a big thing like high quality intentional purposeful like changes my mindset every day and it's like motivating your mind feels clear you can focus on other things because you're not distracted by clutter all around you and seeing things that you want to change eyesores and I just feel like people are I know like I am specifically but I think everyone if you really admit it is really affected by your environment so I think it's worth like the time the effort the energy the money even if you're not sure to be again so intentional and purposeful in your space because it's how like how you curate and live in your space is how you like live the rest of your life kind of I don't know if that made any sense but that's how I think of it like you know what I mean like how your mindset about it how you go about it and I'm also thinking that's probably why I've been so drawn towards I think it's been called like organic modern just really clean comfortable neutrals greenery plants it just feels like natural and nice and I want everyone to feel like comfortable and cozy when they're in my space so I think I have taken a lot of time and a lot of like intention in making my space something I'm comfortable in something I think is inviting other people will also feel comfortable in yeah another tip for interior design curating my space that's really helped optimize my life make life easier more convenient is putting things in places that make sense to where you use them I know that sounds simple but I feel like I did not do this before in life in other apartments like I would have random things in random places that didn't make sense wouldn't use them there just because they fit there I'd throw it forget about it not take the time to really go through and organize again where things would make sense so like okay for example in the kitchen working with small spaces uh yeah okay so like for the kitchen I feel like I would just put things wherever and then when I heard the tip of like okay put your oven mitts I know this sounds simple and straightforward but maybe it isn't to some of you because it definitely wasn't for me put the oven mitts in the drawer next to the oven because that's where you're using them 
put like this was like revolutionary in our last apartment when we moved our silverware here put the silverware right next to the dishwasher because that's where you're loading and unloading I'm like whoa who would have thought put you know cups in the cupboard near the fridge because maybe that's where you're filling up your water like little things like that like optimize your life if you're working with a small space for example I was already talking about this yesterday with Max's mom because our closets are small and have been a challenge she's like you know one of the things that they say is easy to move out of your closet if you don't have room and can find a space for it somewhere else is shoes because think about it like when you get ready you get changed for the day shoes are what you put on last as you're walking out the door so if you need to move all your shoes to like the coat closet downstairs you can or to like cubbies down there whatever it is like getting creative in that way and kind of like settling into your space and how you use it makes sense for you uh and just really like customize it to your needs I guess it can be so helpful also there's just so many other hacks you can find online for small spaces if you have like a small apartment small home I feel like I wouldn't say our place is like very small but I would say there's um like smaller bedrooms smaller closets kind of all how it's all cut up is small um this is making me think of for example I had a friend in Boston in a small apartment and this is a great example of kind of like optimizing her space and being like okay I'm gonna like put storage where I can put it here and she actually had a dresser as her tv console so I'm trying to think did she have like her jeans and clothes in there probably and it's like okay a dresser is not going to fit in your room okay but can you put it you know as like a sideboard as a console table as a tv console under your tv because then there you go there's putting storage somewhere else um maybe you don't want your jeans in your living room if it's on like another floor but if it's like your bedroom's next to your living room maybe that works so I think it's like getting creative in that way and I think if you kind of go about it like I want to do this honestly I'm just thinking at the top of my head but if you journal and like or like write down a list of like this is how I want to feel in my space I want to feel really grounded I want to feel really but it could be different things for different people right like maybe you have like a really stressful busy job like you're like I want to feel totally zen when I come home like I can unwind like I can relax I would say have a lot of like lamps dim lighting cozy blankets stuff like that but maybe you're like no I want it bright I want it fun I want to feel inspired I want to feel happy I work from home I want you know it could be different things for different people but I think if you go off of that like how you want to feel how you want your guests to feel intention you can go off of that like do you like bright colors like yeah your personality your um preferences that's the word I was looking for you can go off of that and I think it'll really help make the vision of your place come to life and have you like have like a clear vision because I feel like I used to like walk into an empty apartment or space and I couldn't even envision where things would go I'm like oh my gosh I need help with this but also in this time like Pinterest and looking up inspo will be your best friend it'll give you so many good ideas for storage sitting areas comfy situations and also like feng shui how are things flowing because you need a good flow because that really affects everything and also I think you'll get better at it with practice knowing like okay we can't have the bed covering the window we need enough space to walk around the bed like little things like that really make all the difference is this the word hypocrite I feel like such a hypocrite I don't know I feel or I feel like I'm faking telling you to look at Pinterest because I literally don't know how to work Pinterest I like never go on there but I do look up like coastal kitchen inspiration Serena and Lily kitchen Serena and Lily bedroom and that's just me in specific because I'm trying to make this place very comfortable organic modern mixed with coastal because I'm like we're right by the water we're on Cape Cod this needs to be a little bit summer home beachy so I'm like mixing in you know 
some woven things, rattan, um, maybe some blues, just some more subtle beachy things. Like not a big sign that's like, take me to the beach. Like nothing that I personally think is like a little bit cheesy, but I'm just trying to do coastal in like a tasteful way. <laughs> oh, but yeah, I was saying feng shui, flow of everything. I feel like I've gotten good at those type of things probably not great but just with time and practice like my first apartment postgrad I think about it was such a nightmare you guys I lived with my best friend Taylor and I remember measuring with my measuring tape in the living room I'm like oh my gosh two couches will totally fit in here and this tv console it'll all fit perfectly but when things fit just barely or perfectly in reality it doesn't work it doesn't look right for sure because these couches were touching you guys and touching the tv console you couldn't even open it i'm like what was i thinking like this doesn't actually make sense in reality so you need some wiggle room some space for it to feel right like if your couch just barely fits in your space it might look too big like you might want a little bit of a smaller option so you can like walk around it it's more functional you know you got to think of like how functional it is for you in your space yeah, that was funny. That was definitely like a learning lesson. But yeah, enough room to like walk around furniture, walkways, hallways, things like that. And like just again, having things where it makes sense. Like maybe you have a console table by your front door with a bowl with your keys in it because that's where you're going to come and go. A lamp to have the, you know, or maybe you have an ottoman because that's where you're going to put on your sneakers before you walk your dog. Things like that really just helped. And it was like it was making my life easier thinking of decorating in that way and I also think I was talking about this kind of relates to thinking about envisioning like how you want to feel in your space think of this ideal version of yourself shout out to our day Simone I miss her but she always would talk about the highest version of herself so think of like the highest idealized version of you like the best version of yourself where are they spending their time? What does it look like? What does it smell like? How do they feel? Go off of that. Because nowadays, there are so many dupes for decor and furniture that I feel like it's a lot more attainable. Like maybe you're like, well, Gretchen, I see myself <laughs> waking up in a place that looks like the restoration hardware store, but I can't do that. And I, and I get it. I would make this whole place like restoration hardware if I could. No, all that stuff is so bulky and big furniture doesn't fit, okay? But there are so many dupes and I feel like it, there's little tricks to make your place feel elevated and like high quality like adding like window treatments like um not drapes yeah drapes no curtains yeah whatever things like that can really like elevate a space wall art decor things like that can really elevate so yes this leads into my final segment you guys of my tips and hacks for furniture and decor like I said, dupes. There are so, number one, dupes. There's so many dupes out there, especially on Wayfair. That's what I've been finding. Our bar stools I just got literally look like Serena and Lily. Like Serena and Lily makes ones just like them. Like Wayfair probably just copied, I'm assuming. And they're so much more affordable. They're just Wayfair versions of these bar stools and you save hundreds of thousands of dollars. Also saw on there, they have, you know, those, um, gosh i need to look up how this is pronounced buco busel b-o-u-c-l-e like that kind of sherpa material you know those cb2 chairs that are like very popular they're really exp 
expensive. I actually want to look up how much they are because I never even known and I'm always just like, oh, they're probably so much. But what if the Wayfair ones like aren't that much cheaper, you know? Oh no, they're expensive. <laughs> the set of two is like two thousand dollars. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. Okay, see, perfect example. Wayfair, more affordable such a dupe looks just like them I, I saw those on there the other day I also remember decorating my Pennsylvania apartment if I didn't find which I'm going to get into certain pieces at an outlet I was going to order the dupes on Wayfair they literally have dressers that look just like restoration hardware dressers nightstands I'm sure there's so many more it goes on and on and it can just make a certain look a lot more affordable which we love that and this also making me realize like does wayfair amazon do they just like rip off these designers like i don't know now i feel weird are they just like copying them i don't know but like if their designs are that expensive then of course people are gonna and like make more affordable versions that look similar i don't know is that bad like should i have bought the real serena and lily ones if like wayfair is copying i don't know but they look so nice and feel like good quality and whatever all i know is it's an option okay dupes next up facebook marketplace cannot stress this enough just take the time to hunt on facebook marketplace you never know what you will find i have not had very good luck for specific things that i'm looking for here on cape cod but boy oh boy i found the best things you guys when i moved to pennsylvania i found the best restoration hardware chairs at a fraction of the cost my desk which is the nicest desk i'm obsessed with it also restoration hardware at a fraction of the cost you never know just search like you can look up expensive ones because you never know it could be like a lot more affordable restoration hardware crate and barrel west elm it's all on there and people want to get rid of it for whatever reason maybe it doesn't fit in their space maybe it's not like their vibe anymore they're moving and so they'll it'll just be so much more affordable sometimes it can be brand new things that like they ordered doesn't fit in their space and lucky you gets it at a fraction of the price so don't sleep on facebook marketplace you can find really good stuff on there also i was thinking about how Wayfair, probably Amazon too. A lot, I mean, any furniture store where you can search by like dimensions of things, like you can search dressers and be like, okay, width, maximum this much, minimum this much, height this much, because then you know it'll fit in your space perfectly. If you measure out and you're like, okay, I need a dresser that's like this long, but it can't be taller than this because I have a piece of artwork, I have a TV on the wall, whatever it is. It's really helpful to look at like dimensions like that in that way and filter in that way and then you know it'll fit perfect so that's kind of been like a hack as well I found a dresser that fits perfectly in our closet so that we have some drawers and like I said we're gonna do the shelves it'll be great next up this I think people also sleep on so be aware that this is like an option you never know if you're interested in these pieces ask like maybe it's a home you're buying apartment that you're if you're taking over someone's lease if you're whatever if you're signing a new lease and there were people there before, you never know. Those people might want to get rid of those furniture. that furniture. They might not want to move it anyway. So you might as well ask like, if you're interested in the pieces. Be like, hey, are you bringing that couch with you? If you want to leave it behind, I'll give you 200 bucks. I'll whatever. And you never know. Sometimes people offer. They'll be like, you know, we don't want this anymore anyway. You can keep it. And that's something I wish I knew about the home buying process. I did find out like later on, but there are definitely certain things we could have been like, oh, you know, when we put in our offer, like, uh, and with the offer, we also want all the Adirondack chairs you guys have outside. They probably would have been like, okay, whatever. So you never know. And I feel like you can save a lot of money, time, effort in doing that. Lastly, okay, my biggest tip, outlets, 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 outlets. Say it with me. 
I found like all my furniture at the Restoration Hardware outlet at a fraction of the price. Didn't have to wait for you know, four months for a piece to come in and then you have to pay for the delivery and the shipping and it takes so long. Outlets are where it's at. Also found a dresser that works so perfect in one of the guest rooms at the West Elm outlet, again, at a fraction of the price. And if I had ordered this dresser, it would have taken months to come. So I just feel like if you can find a Pottery Barn outlet, I know that's a thing, right? West Elm outlet, um, Restoration Hardware outlet, Crate and Barrel Outlet, CD2. I'm thinking of, there's probably so many different furniture outlets, more than I'm just even saying. And you can find things at a fraction of the price. Usually it's like, you know, transport it yourself, take it home this day. And so then you have it right away. It can be a pain, especially, but also I think it's like worth the drive, you guys. I'll drive like an hour, hour and a half to go to an outlet. I think it's worth it. Even if you have to like run a U-Haul, whatever, you can, again, get furniture at a fraction of the price. Don't have to wait for months for it to get delivered. And yeah, I think that's such a good hack for making your space really nice filled with high quality pieces in no time since you can get the pieces way quicker and just create your cozy home bonus i'm now getting creative clearly with my painting my upholstering but like if you're crafty and creative here if you you can also paint furniture like if you have like maybe like a wood dresser that's not the vibe or with the color scheme you could paint it a different color you could stain the wood you could upholster a couch you could cover a table you could diy all sorts of things you could also like get creative with reusing furniture in a different way like if you don't like this certain stool i don't know you could have that as like a nightside table or if you have a small dresser you can make that as a nightstand I don't know I just think you can be creative and just really take the time and effort to put together your space how you want and it is so worth it in the long run I don't want to blab on too long here I want to be concise and that's kind of like what's going on with decorating and interior design of my home currently and my tips and advice for you guys I hope this was interesting and helpful, and yeah, I guess that's all I got. I'm so happy I'm back recording. It feels like I just hung out with my friends for an hour. I love you guys so, so much, and I will catch you at my next episode. Bye. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.